Welcome to the St. Richard's Podcast Sermon of the Week. For more information, please visit us at strichards.org. Our psalm this morning is understanding our relationship with God, especially when we're uh, when we've been had or bad. Where can we go and hide from you? If I go there, you are there. Where can I go to flee your presence? If I say, surely the darkness will cover me and the light around me turn to night, darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day. Darkness, therefore, and light to you are both alike. We all know the answer. There is nowhere that we can go and hide that he is not already there waiting for us. In the lesson from Romans, it says, For all of you are led by the Spirit of God, are children of God. Abba, Father. Abba being a Greek, Greek term. Uh, it's kind of like saying Daddy. So you're saying Daddy. It is that very spirit bearing the witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs. Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If in fact we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified in him. In the parable of the weeds this morning from the gospel, Jesus talks about the kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed. But overnight an enemy came in. We all know who works in the dark. He sowed weeds among the wheat, and then that went away. As, as I uh, remember my uh, days working on my uncle's farm, I remember picking the weeds and having to be careful not to uh, remove any of the uh, crops that we had planted there as well. They came to him and they said, Master, did not you sow good seed? Then where did these seeds come from? They asked him, do you want us to pull the weeds? And he answers rightly, as always, wait until the harvest. Because if you pull those weeds up, you're going to disturb the earth. And the good seeds are going to die. When Jesus' disciples asked him to explain, he, he simply replied, The one who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is, of course, the world. And the good seeds are the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the uh, children of the evil one. And the enemy who sowed them is, of course, the devil. The harvester is at the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. Just as the seeds and the weeds are collected, and bur- the, the weeds are collected and burned up in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. He's making a prediction there. Are you listening? 
The Son of Man will send his angels and they will collect out of the kingdom all causes of sin and all evildoers. They will drive uh, and throw them into the furnace of fire and they will, will be much weeping and gnashing of teeth. That's where that term comes from. you just imagine? The righteous, well, they'll be uh, in the sun in the kingdom with Abba, their father. Let any more with ears hear. The lesson uh, from Genesis, I want to talk about a little more today. Esau, firstborn, Jacob, the second son, steals his brother's birthright, his father's blessing. And what that means is that the inheritance, he gets it all. Firstborn son is automatically supposed to have all those things. The inheritance of the father. He also becomes the leader of the tribe. In his father's absence. And his father was very near death at that time. Jacob. God bless him. And all of us just like him. What does he do? He knows his brother's coming. He knows he's going to be in trouble. So what does he normally do? He runs and hides. Good old, and old Rebecca tells him, he said, you know, Esau's going to be real upset with you. So he takes off. And that's his pattern. There's no accountability. It's been said that Jacob... Is not a man of, uh, he had good upbringing, but he didn't take it into his heart. It wasn't a part of him. There is very little that the admiral, uh, that is admiral about Jacob. Even his very name means cheater. He lives up to it every time. We might even question why God keeps provi- uh, providing for him why God continues to come uh, through for him, why God chooses him to be the vessel through which the entire nation of Israel is going to be built. We should take God's choice of Jacob as good news. Why? Good question. Because it takes away the burden of the illusion of personal worthiness being necessary for us to serve God. A fellow preacher down in San Antonio, Church of Christ, wrote a book one time. He said, God will take you where you are, but he won't leave you that way. And that's true. We don't have to clean our shoes up. We don't have to wear the fancy suit. He'll take you wherever you are, whatever you're doing, however you're living your life. But he's not going to leave you there. Here at his lowest moment, fleeing the righteous wrath of his brother, having wrapped up the terrible sin sin after sin, and not showing any repentance for for any of them. 
God comes to Jacob and promises them amazing things. Jacob's got to be wondering, what's going on here? It's so easy for us to think that we'll listen for the call of God. Trust me, when the call of God hits you, it's a surprise. I was asked one day if I would explain my call to a priest, and I did. And, and he said, are you worthy? And I said, absolutely not. He said, good, now we've got something to work with. That's so true. We just need to organize a few things, get rid of a few bad habits. No, all that will come. It will all uh, uh, go by the wayside. I can tell you when, when I turned my life over to Christ, I lost about half of my friends, or at least those that I thought were my friends. Uh, the ones that, that I wouldn't have put a bet on uh, were other people that I attended church with But they didn't really believe that I was walking the path either. There's a story in that, and I'll tell you one day. The story reminds us that it actually, right in the midst of our sin and fear and brokenness, that the call comes. God reaches out to us when (laughs) we're most uh, lost and gives us a promise of life eternal. What a gift. So we've all been where Jacob is. He's out in the wilderness alone, afraid. Dark has come, of course. Uh, Wondering if his brother will come out of the night and kill him. That's what's on his mind. But imagine how he felt trying to get to sleep at night. He had few resources that he had and had to use a rock as a pillow. Now, I've been known to sleep on a lot of different things, rocks on the ground, but I've never found one of those comfortable. How many times have you, late at night, full of worry and despair that your pillow feels like that rock? How many times you can't get comfortable and relax, no matter how you turn or toss, because the turmoil in your mind is tying your body in knots. And the worst is, like Jacob, we have no one to blame but ourselves. We have created the the circumstances that has driven us into such a lonely and, and a frightening place. And then comes the amazing dream, Jacob's Ladder. It's beautiful, beautiful in symbology. Got a ladder, got angels descending and ascending, going up and down and up and down. Jacob thinks, well, I'm going to climb this ladder. I'm going to have a conversation with God. He gets, gets up there. And it doesn't really tell us how far he got, but God suddenly is with him. He's not saying, come on up, Jacob, let's go up the ladder. He's saying, you need to go down. There's work for you to do. You know, 
I can't remember how many times I've seen pictures, paintings, photographs of, of different artists in their depiction of what that ladder looks like or should look like or might look like. Uh, I don't think anybody's seen it, but if they have, I don't believe they've shown the true beauty of what it would look like. But God never asked Jacob or anyone else to climb that ladder, remember? The meaning is actually the opposite. And he dreamed that there was a ladder set up on the earth, the top reaching into heaven. And the Lord stood beside him. Where is God? At the top of the ladder, looking down. Urging us to climb up? No. Emphatically. God has come down the ladder to Jacob. Now this is a profound theological moment in the Hebrew scriptures. And rightly so. And it stands on its own merit. But as Christians, we can't help but go and look and read that and say, this, this sounds a lot like the Incarnation. God descending from heaven, coming down to our level, standing right beside us to guide us and to promise to be better with us. That is the very story of Jesus Christ, being born as a human and dwelling with us. Jacob, a man whose spiritual senses have never been very keen, comes to an understanding the significance of what he is experiencing. Jacob woke up from his sleep, and surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not even know it. He responds to this profound experience by turning the stone that was his pillow into a monument. I don't know about you, we got an awful lot of monuments in this world. Some some good, some not so good. But I think we've lost our focus. We need to focus on God and not worry about honoring somebody else. We, collectively, have not been good stewards of this country, our lands, our seas, And it's really sad. It takes away from the holiness that was given to us as a gift to take care of as Christians. And we haven't done a very good job. So too, we too can restate Jacob's words that next morning. Surely the Lord was in this place and I did not know it. How awesome is this place? This is some other than the house of the Lord. This is the gate of heaven. That's what we're talking about. Jacob took the rock that was hard and unyielding for his head in a desolate place and declared it in a holy monument. Perhaps we too one day will be able to quit carving stones to our own uh, imagined greatness and consecrate the stones 
of our lonely and broken places knowing they are the surest way to God our Father. The Abba that we serve or should be serving. He calls us at different times, beloved, in different ways. And he's calling somebody today. I can tell by the faces on your looking back at me. Let him work in your life. Accept him. Let him give you the change of your life. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. For service times or more information on St. Richard's, please visit strichards.org. 